Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Hello, hello. I hope you're having a great day. And I am so excited for this solo episode. So if you're new here, then you should know that we do solo episodes um, a lot. And I actually prioritize doing them unedited and raw. And my goal is always to have it under... 15 minutes so that you can really absorb the information and then apply it. So uh, this episode is so special because I'm going to be sharing a process with you that really changed my life. And it was about two years ago that I shared it for the first time on my Instagram and made it a challenge for my followers. And then it just kind of like snowballed from there. Now that we are coming out of the pandemic, I feel this is a really great time to bring it back. So uh, welcome to my fear detox process. This is, honestly, I pulled from a lot of Brene Brown's work. I pulled from Alyssa Nobrega's work. And then I pulled from, honestly, a lot of encouragement that Christine Kane gave me while I was working for her. Just the you know lots of powerful women um a lot of different beliefs within there but kind of just took what i liked and what i wanted and um then yeah put it together and so it's cool to see how you know things in life lead us to exactly where we need to be and i think this detox and this process is going to be something that really blesses you so with that We're going to dive in. So what is the fear detox? Fear is real. Fear is extremely relevant in this day and age. And I guess it probably always has. Us humans, we have many fears, don't we? And one thing, when I left my home in Kentucky and got on an airplane, something, you know, I think I, you know, say a lot, but that does shock people is that both of my parents were not supportive of me going to the entrepreneurship program I went to in San Francisco. And my mom, 
my mom literally was like, I mean, good luck. I hope you find what you're looking for, you know, and, and kind of wrote me off. And obviously like time heals everything. And that is not her character. Um, but when I got on that plane, I was in so much fear, but I was really committed to what I felt God pulling me to. And I was really committed to courage. And I think something that we kind of mix up is the concept that like some people are courageous and some people just aren't. And, you know, when I share that story and that's just one piece of it, right? Like it took courage to leave my family and to go. Um, It took courage to step out without the approval or support of my family. Um, But that's not because I just was like born innately with courage. I would honestly say that I have as much fear, if not more, um, as the average person because I have you know, been through things and, and so many of us have, right? So courage is not something you're just born with. It is not just a character trait. It is a muscle that you build. It is something that you commit to and that you grow with and into. And, you know, just like faith grows over time, just like business grows over time, it really you get clout almost with your courage and being like, wow, I did that and that scared me, but it paid off or it taught me something or it showed me a new perspective. When you are able to, you know, shift and look at life and things that you go through in that way, things really change within you. And I think one of those changes is that you innately just grow that courage muscle. So the fear detox, it's so funny I don't even want to necessarily address fear and that, you know, like it is it courage and fear need each other. Right. And so I don't want to glorify it by calling it that fear detox. But I just want you to know that this entire situation and process is to build courage. Right. It is not to put a spotlight on your fear. It is not to glorify your fear. It is not to glorify your weakness. It is to give you tools and a process that will allow you to walk through things that might keep you from being the fullest, most expressed, powerful version of yourself, which is sometimes the softest, most gentle and rested version of yourself too, right? Like I don't want you to do this and then like go full on like Hulk and run through the side of the building, right? Like I want you to be able to walk through this process and accept fear as what it is and in turn be able to understand that courage is so multifaceted and that the most courageous things in the world are often the things that no one sees or notices or knows about, right? a lot of the most courageous things that you'll do in your life are the things that will be unseen. And I think that makes it even more beautiful. So again, we all have different stories. This isn't a comparison opportunity. This is an opportunity for you to get to know yourself and get to know your like process and the way that your behavior may keep you from being who you were created to be. And again, on the other side of this, I don't want you to go Hulk. (laughs) I want you to just be a little bit closer every single day 
to the woman that you were created to be, right? So with that, um, we're going to start in step one of the fear detox. So you're going to assess and accept. So essentially, fear, what, what we automatically think and what we've kind of been taught, which is very valid because when you think about, you know, the thousands and thousands and thousands of years that came before us um, that our ancestors went through, they were having to protect themselves from things that we don't have to worry about anymore, right? Um, So biologically, fear is there to protect us. And it's a good thing. Like you deserve to be safe and protected. But it also keeps you from doing and being things that are really incredible in your safety that is you know the our existence of today and so a lot of our personal like attacks and battles are not necessarily you know oh my gosh we need to go hunt and gather our food right like we can go to kroger now but it is a time where we need to guard ourselves in new ways that fear is being expressed in multiple ways and so that fear, it indicates where you can grow and flourish. It indicates where maybe there is trauma or old stories or something keeping you from your fullness. And that's really normal and it needs to be honored. So we're going to honor that because you deserve to be safe, right? Your purest form is that childlike joy and that softness that you are born into the world in. And so I want you to be like really empowered in listening to this and in moving through this, that your fear is not yours. It is there to protect you and will acknowledge it and will like thank the fear, like fear, thank you for wanting to keep me safe. Um, And as you move through it, just know that where you might be most afraid in your life you have the largest opportunity to grow and flourish and then in turn bless people, honestly. The places that we stumble most, therein lies our treasure, right? That is, I think, a Joseph Campbell quote. And so from there, I want you for step one to write down, what are you currently fearing? And you can do this in your notes You can do this on a piece of paper, in your journal, wherever, but I want you to kind of create space to process where and what am I fearing? Give yourself time to think through that. Ponder it while you're driving, while you're, you know, looking through Netflix, while you're taking your lunch break. What am I fearing? What am I I afraid of, right? And I want you to give yourself space to type it out. And explain it to yourself. And then I want you to give yourself time to process the feeling of fear. So set a timer for four minutes. Do this before you go to bed. Once you've kind of given yourself that space to type it out and explain it to yourself. And understand maybe why you feel it or what it is. Or you know anything that might come forward while you're kind of just exploring it. So set a timer for four minutes and process the feeling of the fear. And this is very key. I want you to accept it as a real thing. Like your fear is real. Your your fear is super valid too, right? Like I have so many fears, right? They're valid. You may have fears. They're valid. 
and they're real. You don't have to push them down. You don't have to be ashamed of them. Process them. Once you've done that, we can move into step two. So this one is seeing and calling. So what does this fear look like in your life? How does it play out in your life? That is something that you can journal as that next step. Where are you seeing it? A lot of the times when we don't you know, address our fears, they actually come up in multiple areas in different ways. But one thing that we can see is a pattern. So ask yourself, like, where am, where am I always meeting that in my life, right? For me personally, that was definitely in dating. That was definitely in even just in relationship with males. And then in addition to that, it was when I was getting a lot of momentum in my business. I had this fear of being seen and a fear of winning or like accomplishing something. And so I would actually self-sabotage. So think about that for you. How does it play out in your life? And then the last part of this, the second step is how do you feel when you see it happening? Once you've identified what it looks like and where it plays out in your life, I just want you to think about that and then journal, how do you feel when you see it happening? I know for me, I felt tongue-tied. That was always the word that came to me, tongue-tied, like I wanted to hide. I, I couldn't ask for help. I wanted to just remove myself from the world. So step three, this one's fun. This one's super fun. So you're going to name your fear. Give it a name. I know that sounds so silly, but by identifying it and giving it an identity apart from yourself, really big things happen. So give it a name. And it it can be whatever you want. If you want it to be silly, you want it to be serious, whatever it is, name your fear. And again, as you do that, let that exemplify the fact that this fear is not you, right? It has a separate identity. So once you have identified it, you've given it an identity apart from yourself, we're going to go into the next step. And this one is fun. So this will happen over 24 hours. I want you to look for your fear. For 24 hours, bring that journal, have that note ready and open in your phone and record any time you may see your fear pop up. And when you see it, I don't want you to get judgmental or frustrated. I just want you to write down the cause. Like, hmm, wow, I just felt nervous. What caused that, right? Was it getting in my car? Was it when someone talked to me that way? Was it that like, hey, can we talk text? Like, what was it for you, right? And it just put it down and then give it a number on the pain scale. So one being no pain, 10 being like the utmost pain. Give it a number on that pain scale. So you can kind of understand the patterns and things that maybe shake you a little bit more than others. After that 24 hours, then set a time with yourself to invalidate the fear which sounds really intense, but it's not. (laughs) I want you to think about why this fear is not able to control you. And I want you to journal that. 
after seeing it pop up in life, after giving it a name, after, you know, maybe noticing some patterns in your life of you self-sabotaging, so getting in your own way or, um, you know, quitting or pulling away from the world or ending relationships or conversations. There's so many ways that fear can, you know, really create new behaviors within us. Um, so once you've done all of that and seen these patterns, I want you to then just think about like, why is this fear not able to control you? Like when you use it by name, why is this fear not you? Why, why are you letting it control you? And I want you to write down clues that this fear isn't yours right and okay Ali, cool that sounds really like woo woo what does that mean you adopt and consume and take on so many different things in the world as you live and grow and expand and in this process you're kind of able to separate again yourself from that fear but then understand oh my fear isn't mine right so write down clues that it's not yours an example for me was i realized this fear was not able to control me because i i didn't want to worship the fear i wanted to prioritize and worship god and prioritize and serve those around me that was actually way more important to me that was my why so when i could you know look at the fear and understand like wait why am i letting this control me and get in the way of me doing my actual why, it really invalidated the fear. And it really allowed me space to be like, hmm, okay, I feel significantly better now and significantly more powerful. And then on the other side, okay, well, what are clues that this isn't mine? Well, it started at this age, or maybe I adopted it after I was disappointed in this way, or wow, maybe I'm protecting myself from this, right? But clues that it's not mine like when i don't listen to that fear i inspire people when i don't listen to that fear things change within myself and within others when i don't worship that fear i can really feel and see and hear god so much more clearly in my life in the ways that he talks to me like wow that really helped me understand who i am and why I was doing this. So once you've gone through invalidation, we get into a really fun step. We phone a friend and this is, it's vulnerable. But as Brene Brown says, we need vulnerability for connection, for courage, to answer the calls on our lives. We really need that vulnerability. And there's a time and a place for it. And this is a really beautiful time and a really beautiful place. So I want you to, in that same journal or note, take 10 minutes and think about all of the things in your life that support you. So for me, it was, you know, God, my family, the people who I get to work with and serve and help my you know my house that supports me the food i put into my body supports me moving my body supports me right there's so many things write down what supports you and what's cool is there are going to be names that come to you and 
maybe some people will have many names maybe you'll have one right but think about what in your life supports you and then i want you to go in and i want you to highlight things or people that feel extra safe for you that you know like they see me like they're gonna hold space for me they believe in me they know my identity right they're not gonna judge me they're for me i want you to highlight those names and then i want you to reach out to a maximum of three people who can be your reminder of your safety in the moments where fear is lying to you where your fear is wanting to take over and you are inches from shutdown and you're so anxious and you're not sure who can you go to and just simply have them remind you who you are. I want you to then reach out to that one, those two or those three different people and I want you to say this, Hi there, this is a vulnerable request for you. I want to know first, are you open to being an accountability partner for me? When I really thought about it and reflected, you are one of my safe places here on earth. You have held space for me, loved me, and seen me in moments that I really appreciated. I am in a season where I want to overcome fear and commit more to my courage. As I do that, I know there are going to be moments where I want to get in my own way, where I buy into fear, and where I need someone to help me stay on track. I was wondering if you have space in your life to help me in the moments that I may reach out and need to remember who I am. I only need you to really remind me of my purpose and my identity and the vision that I'm running after and it's not a huge time commitment but it would mean a lot to me if you don't have the space I totally understand but if you do then thank you for being my front row and if you send that off some people will say yes some people won't be able to and either way is completely fine don't take it personal but having that front row and i i like coined this term me and one of my best friends nora talk about it all the time um your front row is the people who are you know front of the stage for you who are watching you who know the story and know you and are for you right And you can love everyone equally, obviously. Um, And everyone is so deserving of love in our lives. But you do have those special people who maybe see the up close and personal. Those are the best people to invite into this. And um, again, the people, like some people are in seasons where they can't support you in this, but the right people will. So all you need is one person to really help you in this. And, you know, invite them if they would like to do this too. Um, It's always really incredible when it's it's kind of like partner work of like, I'm going to run after this dream and this purpose and God's call. Are you going to do it too? Okay, here we go, right? Um, So know that that's 100% available for them as well. And from there, your just final step is processing and journaling what you are doing. What is your courage? What is your purpose? What is your vision? 
just start to reflect on that. Because when you move in it, it's so much easier and more clear when you have that foundation of knowing what you're going after and who you are and why you're the woman for the job. And sometimes, I also want to say this, that means you're in a season of rest. You're in a season, you know, you can do a fear detox and still be thinking and processing I had to do that. I needed like a year after I faced my largest fears before I could really start to bloom. And I'm really glad I gave myself that. So I don't want you to glorify the hustle or the opportunity for you to be something that you're not in this season. I want you to just be committed to showing up for yourself, showing up just excited and showing up and understanding that.